Hello, everyone. Good afternoon. Amanda Grace here with you and Grace the Dove, who is right there right now, out and about. I know I'm coming on a little early today, but I'm going to be on Elijah's streams at 2 p.m. and 2 p.m. And I had to deliver this word from the Lord and talk about some other things besides this, this um, incredibly powerful word from the Lord that I received this morning uh, while in prayer. There are some other things, too, that the Lord gave me as well as a prophecy uh, from the past that's coming into play now. So we'll see how much of it we get through. But we're going to do the word from the Lord first. All glory be to God. Please pray for Barbara. She is fighting off whatever infection or strain this is going around. So please just pray for her. I'm on the tail end. Just pray for me that the rest of it just goes. Um, praise God. I'm okay, though. And uh, but please pray for her. Hello to everyone. Hello to our moderators. Hello to our Ark of Grace team. Thank you for helping us do what we do for the Lord. Hello to everyone across the nation and around the world who's watching. Good afternoon and uh, Shabbat Shalom to our Jewish brothers and sisters out there. Happy Shabbat. So uh, we pray you have a wonderful one. Baruch Hashem. Praise be to God. And uh, if you notice all of this building material right here. Our employees love to build uh, little houses for Oliver the button quail, who's at the bottom of the big aviary. There's Chet. He's always got to be seen. There he is. But little Oliver, they build houses for and all sorts of fun things. So there's the building material. That's that's why you see in the background, because once I'm done with the broadcast, they are going to come up and do their construction. So praise the Lord. Let's open up in prayer. And then we're going to get into this, this uh, incredible word from the Lord, um, as well as some other prophecies. So, and the birds are very active right now. It's during the day. So you're going, you're going to hear them, especially when I start to pray and the presence of the Lord begins to move the birds. The birds feel it. Birds are one of the most sensitive creatures on the planet. Uh, so they do feel it. So uh, shall we begin? Father God, in the precious name of your son, Jesus Christ, Yeshua HaMashiach, we come before you. We praise you. You are almighty God. You are high and lifted up far above every power, principality, and might. We give you all the glory, honor, and praise, Father, do your name. We humble ourselves before you this day, Father, asking that the pull of the flesh becomes less in our lives, so you, your will, and your power become more in our lives. Lord, we acknowledge you sent your son, Yeshua, Jesus Christ, to the earth, and the word became flesh and dwelt among us. He was the Passover lamb, the sacrifice for our sins. He died at Calvary, a brutal death, and purchased us by the shedding of his blood. That blood dripped onto the mercy seat and redeemed us and purchased us back to our Father in heaven. Father, we just praise you for that. We acknowledge that, that he rose again in three days, ascended into heaven, and is seated at His, at your right hand, Father God, victoriously ruling and reigning forevermore, being our advocate, Father God, being our mediator. Father, in the name of Jesus Christ, we just ask, Father God, that you lead this broadcast in all wisdom, counsel, might, power, and the reverential fear of the Lord. By the power of the blood of Jesus Christ, by the spirit of the one true living God, may only the truth and power of Almighty God with authority come forth in Jesus' name. Father, in the name of Jesus Christ, we rebuke any plans, plot schemes, contracts, assignments, weaponry, blueprints that are sabotage at the enemy and and his agents and forces would attempt father God in the name of Jesus Christ. Let them be dismantled, destroyed, nullified, voided, 
bound and cast back to dry places, pits, and designated areas, which you have so designated, Father, to be bound there in the name of Jesus Christ and not return, nor have anything sent in its place. Lord, take all the glory for yourself. You are the potter. We are really the clay. You are the author and finisher of our faith, Father God. Without your breath of life in us, we don't have life. We acknowledge that. We give you all the glory, honor, and praise this day, Father God. You are high and lifted up. Thank you, Lord. Amen and amen. Praise the Lord. Praise the Lord. I always love to open in prayer and give it over to the Lord. He has to lead. We need to give it over to him. So this is why you see me doing this. So let's begin, shall we? Oh, I just want to thank. I just want to thank. Let's see here. This is Sally um, in Ohio. She made this. It's me and a bunch of the animals we've either, we've either helped save or we've taken in at the sanctuary. So thank you, Sally. The Holy Spirit is right here. You really can't see it because of the light, but the Holy Spirit, the little dove, is right there, I guess, representing grace. So thank you so much, Sally. Uh, a couple of kids sent us, adorable little children, sent us letters. So I figured uh, on Monday's Grace Out Loud... Uh, we can start by reading them. I think Marty would get a kick out of that too. So praise the Lord, praise the Lord. Let me get ready for this. Let's get up the word, shall we? This word came, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to timestamp it for you because I know when the Lord started speaking to me was 8.21 a.m. This morning. Actually, it's so funny. The, uh, the farm bed is here actually checking out Duchess and Moses. And uh, so our uh, our staff is dealing with that <laughs> while I'm on the broadcast. So let me start with this. Now this, I need you to pray on. I was in prayer when this came. So this this comes before the word. What happened in Memphis, this is what I wrote down. The police commissioner of Memphis, we're going to say, we're going to put the words allegedly in front of it, even though it's coming uh, from the Lord written, okay? The police commissioner of Memphis, the mayor of Memphis, were given orders from very high up in the government, very high up, to kill a man that would stir up the people and cause protests and rage to swirl. Families' lives were threatened if such was not done. This goes very capital deep, and the truth will come forth about what happened because this victim, this person is a victim, and they were a target. Some people right now have gotten a lot capitalized of money and threats to keep quiet about the matter. So I want you to pray on that. This goes much deeper in Memphis. Memphis was purposely chosen this goes so deep and we need to pray because we're going to see what was said in here come to the surface. You will see it come to the surface. So just pray on that uh, as we go forth. And then after that, I heard Jackson Hole, Wyoming. Don't know why, but just, just kiss, keep a watch on that area of Jackson Hole, Wyoming. And then after the Lord speaks these two things, um, after the Lord speaks these two things, um, yeah, I think the Memphis situation goes deeper. I think there are layers to this, meaning I think there was just, 
there's layers to what happened in that town, the timing of it, why it happened. Um, you know, I it, I think it goes deeper, uh, the cover-up than that. So all I'm saying is to pray about this because there's a lot of players in this and it goes deeper than we think right now. It continues to go deeper. Okay. Okay. So, and then the word starts. Here comes the word of the Lord. I am God. There is no other. That's capitalized, meaning the Lord. And says the spirit of the Lord this day. My eyes, that's capitalized, are wandering to and fro across the earth and within the earth. Nothing is hidden from me, says the Lord, nothing, and that's capitalized. Thus says the Lord, the mouths of the prognosticators have gone out and pride has been interwoven in such. The mouths of the forecasters and reporters and those looking to be heard amongst the crowd have slightly veered, and the allure of finger-pointing and being the voice and the hero has lulled them to step into an area where I, the Lord, have not permitted them to go. For I, the Lord, am the righteous judge, and I rule with righteousness from my throne, that's capitalized. You cannot tell me anything pertaining to any event or anyone that I already do not know. And says the Lord of hosts, I am giving a hard check to those being lulled into the blame game, for that is not the object of the mission. The kingdom mission, preaching the gospel, teaching, laying hands on the on the sick, speaking the words I, the Lord, give, that is the objection. Not pedestals and objects that glorify oneself, not being amongst what you deem the upper echelon to stroke an ego that has gone unchecked. However, I, the Lord thy God, am giving a hard check, that's capitalized, a very firm line, for the enemy lies in the squabble, says the Lord. The enemy plants seed among strife. Separate yourselves from such, for what I, the Lord thy God, have given unto you to do, what I have tasked you with. That is where you serve, and you do it in excellence. For the allure of being the mouthpiece, the judge, and the jury will cause one to stumble and falter, for some are doing it from a place of bitterness and resentment, not righteous indignation. And I, the Lord thy God, am dealing with that root, for that root is what leads to the body being affected. Thus says the Lord, I am dealing in this hour with the prognosticators, the speculators, the predictors, filled with deceit and what is corrupted. For such being spoken comes from a place of corruption and its desire to climb a ladder to the peak. However, the rungs, I had to look up that word. I heard it. I wrote it. I had to look it up. It means the actual steps on the ladder. The rungs, the steps are compromised, and some are stepping on very capitalized, unstable, and unsafe rungs. I, the Lord, order your steps, and I, the Lord, give the deeper things unto those who seek me. That's capitalized. They. This is all capitalized here. They seek my face, not my hand, says the Lord. They seek my face. They do not seek to receive, but to hear and to give the word unto my people. For my word, for, for my word is a lamp unto your feet and a light unto your path. And some have ventured down a dark path with little to no oil left in their lamp. Burning the candle at both ends, says the Lord. Burning the candle at both ends. 
And says the spirit of the Lord this day, the sorcerers have gone out to deceive, to set up, to cause an illusion, to make the people believe. Sons of the devil who have chosen the road of perdition, the word of the Lord shall come with force and cause their sorceries, their tricks, their games to fail. The documents are just a cover, says the Lord. They are a mere cover for what they search for and pursue is something much deeper that ties three cords together that are now being separated. For it is set, for it is to set the stage that's capitalized for the deeper they have found for a bait and switch. Why are those homes really being searched, says the Lord? Why is such a search taking place now? Question mark. The time of Purim, that's capitalized. The march is on, the march is on. You shall see a clash of the Hamans, a clash of those plotting to destroy for position, for the Hamans are plotting against each other. However, says the Lord, some shall self-destruct, some shall have their own accusations hung around their necks, and some will just fall and have a swift removal. March is an appointed time, says the Lord, and New York City and the capital Albany shall be part of the clashes, removals, and scandal, for the largest scandal and shame to ever come from Albany is set to come forth, says the Lord. And says the spirit of the Lord this day, Atlanta is about to be turned over, says the Lord. Watch Prague in this hour. A very capital important event shall occur. Watch Berlin as well, for the leadership across Europe is getting very capitalized, restless, some impatient, and some will shrewdly make alliances to bypass that's capitalized its suppliers. For a bold leader is arising, a leader who speaks with truth and conviction, who cannot be bought, who will call out Italy and France for alliances made that hurt much of Europe, says the Lord. And says the Spirit of the Lord this day, the Cayman Islands, there is a battle that is coming. That's all he says. Thus says the Lord, rabbits are prey animals for the larger the hunter pursues them. A hunter is arising to pursue the government of China. One they have underestimated and mocked shall rise up and pursue, and there shall be much loss for them as their power deflates and their wealth is seized and funneled to another. This is coming, says the Lord. And says the Lord of hosts, what the Midianites stole for seven years. So the Lord is referencing the book of Judges, okay? What the Midianites stole for seven years from Israel, the barley, the supply for seven years because Israel turned away from the Lord. The oppression in the land caused the suppliers to become bare. So a deliverer was raised up. The appointed time called for a deliverer and Israel turning back to the Lord their God. I, the Lord thy God, am raising up deliverers. However, first, just as with Gideon, their hearts must get right and their lives submit to the Lord their God. For submission comes before the commission, and the commission comes before the decision to actively pursue the enemy in the name of the Lord. This process is actively happening now, says the Lord. It is actively happening. However, some are running the race without truly seeing what I am attempting to do in their lives. It is a blur to them. They are moving too fast and they are missing key events and occurrences that would navigate them through tough terrain. 
They are skipping steps, some of it innocently done in an attempt to run a faster race, some of it intentional because those hungry for influence want to skip steps and circumvent, and instead of going from glory to glory, they are stepping on it and snuffing it out as a means to their end. I, the Lord, shall make this clear in this hour. The confusion shall clear for those who seek me, that's capitalized, and you shall see the blurred lines become very clear. My people, this is all capitalized now. My people are out of focus, says the Lord. They are out of focus. You need vision, clear vision in this hour to see what I, the Lord, am doing. And to see the plans of the enemy, the blueprints laid out before it occurs. Ask for focus in this hour, spiritual clarity to clear the fog and the smog, and then two commas, watch Los Angeles, that the enemy has attempted along with the flesh to put before you. You need eyes to see and ears to hear what the has to say. And says the spirit of the Lord this day, be sober-minded and vigilant for the enemy roams about like a lion seeking whom he may devour. There is much being dangled. Be careful of delicate dainties dangled before you for they are deceit. Some are a noose, N-O-O-S-E. Do not let the pull of inward desires lull you into a trap, says the Lord. All capitals here. Do not compromise and do not make excuses for people's behavior because you want what they have or a slice is being offered to you. Be prayerful and considerate. Do not prognosticate and constantly be part of the web of finger pointing and accusation. All capitals here. Teach people to discern. Focus on such and the people who mature will correctly discern, says the Lord. They will. Teach them. Give them the foundation of my word. Feed my sheep. If you love me, you will feed my sheep, says the Lord. Thus says the Lord. Wait. Thus says the Lord. A strange change. An atmospheric pressure will be a physical manifestation of what is going on in the heavenlies. It will cause science to marvel as they only know a tiny fraction of the true workings of the universe, of man, of the earth, of the skies and galaxies. They will marvel for I, the Lord, thy God, am the creator of all things that's capitalized and my power supersedes their science. That's all capitalized scientists who are known who have said there is no God in this hour will have the scales fall from their eyes and the deception uprooted from their souls. And they will come unto me, that's capitalized, and publicly proclaim it. For I, the Lord, am revealing to those who do such and unlocking secrets unto them that others have thirsted after for years for notoriety and fame. Those who surrender, I will hand the key that unlocks secrets within the earth and that have been hovering in the skies and says the spirit of the Lord this day, all capitals seek righteousness, pursue such for this time, be cleansed and come out of the filth of the, the come out of the filth. The world attempts to put upon you. Come unto me, the Lord, O wayward sheep, come unto me, my children under my wings and take refuge for the lunacy they are attempting in your nation. And as it unravels, I, the Lord, will expose the many layers of the many branches of the many departments of the many vaults of the many banks of the many companies of the many causes that are all deceptively woven together. This is the hour the strings are pulled and you see unravelings that will leave many astonished. 
Trust in me, that's capitalized. Believe in me, that's capitalized, the Lord your God. Come unto me, that's capitalized, through my son Jesus Christ who died and rose again. You are redeemed, that's capitalized. Receive that gift and come into alignment with my plans and purposes. For my ways are higher, my thoughts are higher, my vision is higher, my throne is higher than any other. Thus says the Lord of hosts in the name of Jesus Christ, who sits at my right hand and advocates for you. And that, praise God, is the end. I'm sorry, I'm sniffling a bit of the word. You know, it's interesting when my flesh gets knocked down a bit, I tend to get these words because your flesh is at enmity with God and your flesh doesn't like uh, things having to do with God in the spiritual nature. So the goal is to be spirit led not flesh led. So when your flesh gets a little knocked down, it's interesting because your spirit, not that your spirit, not spirit led to begin with, but your spirit comes to the forefront even more. So praise the Lord. Praise the Lord. We are going to put it on. We are going to put it on the blog. And you know, I wait for the Lord to give these words. These are not something that come to me constantly, meaning I wait on the Lord. And if it takes two weeks, if it takes three weeks, that's how long it takes to get the word. It all depends. But if you notice in the words, the Lord gives, he is always pointing you back to the word. So what he's doing in these words, because you do not see the name of Amanda Grace in these words is always pointing you back to him, to look at him, to serve him, to listen for him, for yourself. And he is always pointing you back to the word. He quotes the word. He is the word. He's quoting himself. So he's constantly pointing you back to scripture and up to him. And that truly is how prophecy should work when it is working correctly. It points you to the word. It points you to the Lord. It drives you into a deeper relationship with the Lord and it propels you forward and compels you to seek a deeper relationship with the Lord and to obey his instruction. So this is how prophecy should work when it is working correctly. Uh, and not all prophecy is positive. Not all of it is happy and go lucky. There are some very deep things in here. There are very, some very serious things in here. Uh, so prophecy has to do with instruction, warning. It has to do with also edifying. So prophecy has different functions. So I just thought I would say that. Um, just because I think sometimes there is a lot of confusion about prophecy because the waters get muddied at times. And so that is why I feel like it is good to explain it and to keep explaining it and to share with you, all glory goes to God. This is meant to compel you towards the Lord into a deeper relationship with him. This is meant to compel you to seek him for yourself and to hear him and let him guide you for himself. So this is the function of it. Yes. Instruction, warning, edification. Yep. Yep. That's it, Trish. Instruction, warning, and edification. That's how prophecy works. When it is working correctly, meaning um, it's not being muddied. Let's just put it that way. So, oh my goodness. Praise the Lord. So that was the word of the Lord. Now, I want to get into some other things here. 
some words back in 2020 that we see happening now. Okay. That we've seen happen recently. So where do I want to start? Where do I want to start? We'll start in February of 2020. Now, February 10th, 2020. This is what I wrote. This is 2020. Protests breaking out across South America. The people are desperate, says the Lord, and I, the Lord, will answer their cries, says the Lord. We saw what happened in Brazil. What happened in Brazil is going to happen in many other countries um, in South America. This is the beginning of it. This is the beginning of that dry hay being ignited on fire and, and the people rising up uh, completely across South America. So that was in 2020. April 17th, 2020, this is almost three years ago, this word was given. The secret meetings that took place involving parts of the United Nations, Silicon Valley, giants, that's capitalized, and the politically corrupt shall now come under a microscope and their discussions and plans magnified to reveal the details, says the Lord. This is a time of magnification, and what has been hidden by red tape, by paid cover-ups, by secret oaths, what has been put under lock and key, but you see, I, the Lord thy God, have the master key, that's capitalized, and I shall unlock what is hidden, and I shall magnify, that's capitalized, their dealings, says the Lord. That was almost three years ago this word was given. We have seen this begin to happen more and more where everything they're doing, these groups are doing is completely getting magnified uh, and put under a microscope. And it's not even done yet. I mean, we're, we're just scratching the surface, I think, of what what is happening. We're just scratching the surface of what's coming out in the open, what's being revealed, uh, what has been plotted. So, so, April 17th, 2020, when that approaches, that'll be three years since this word was given. So I thought it was worth reading uh, because of what we see happening now. Now, this is, let me see here, where do I want to go to? December 3rd, 2020. This is, okay, this is December 3rd, 2020. This is what the word of the Lord was. Two and a half years ago, almost not by might, not by power, but by my spirit, says the Lord of hosts this day for I, the Lord, thy God, am going into the motherboard of the operations, the control center, the processing centers, the hidden vaults where the most damning evidence and information is stored. I, the Lord of hosts say this day to my angelic army, go forth and open up the vault, says the Lord. For I, the Lord God, am exposing the combinations that will now unlock shocking country and party-altering information. This is back in 2020. Where the players shall bleed their true colors for the water of my word, that's capitalized, shall wash away the artificial dyes, D-Y-E-S, the artificial mascots, the artificial colors, says the Lord of hosts this day. The Lord will expose the skeleton key that unlocks all the doors to where the skeletons are. And those things that are filled with rebellious plans, blueprints, supercomputers, machines, cameras, and devices. And the skeleton key shall indeed make the way straight for a sea of skeletons to be revealed. And as this comes to pass and the shouts for justice, righteousness, morality begin to get louder, there is also a valley of dry bones in the country of America 
whose beauty shall break forth again. There is a valley of dry bones of those who have spiritually been siphoned, of those whose spirits have become brittle by the sorcery of the media, of those who have become sick in their spirits. And the Spirit of the Lord says this day, prophesy to these dry bones, that's capitalized, speak to them to live, to come back into alignment with the word, that's capitalized, of God and my spirit. Speak to the valley, O remnant of my people, O my precious children. Speak in faith in accordance with my word, that's capitalized, and watch those dry, brittle bones show new life and cry out to their creator once again. For I, the Lord, am reviving, that's capitalized, those dry, dead, brittle bones and hearts of flesh shall come forth from the dry, brittle stone. And gentle, humble spirits shall be breathed into those who spiritually found themselves in a dry, barren place. However, I, the Lord, am calling out to my lost ones, to my prodigals, and I, the Lord, say this day, you shall see an army of prodigals come home, come back to their father in heaven and return onto their families. Some have been missing and gone for years, and they shall return humbled and fearing the Lord their God. So that was December 3rd, 2020. I found that interesting being what's happening and how they're trying to uh, get into everybody's homes and look for documents everywhere. And, you know, it runs deeper than that. But I found that interesting. Now, this has to do with something that happened in New York City. Let me hold on. Something happened, I think, in New York. Um, let me see here. Hold on. We're going to find this. Uh, let me see. This next one, let me see something here. Oh my goodness. I think it was an assembly woman in New York, maybe. Let me see here. We'll find it. There was something that happened. Here it is. I found it. Okay. Okay. I got it up. So let me read it first so we can discuss it for a minute. And I, the Lord God, this is the same, December 3rd, 2020. And I, the Lord God, am going into the underground cells and I'm unlocking them, including terror cells that have laid hidden underground in this country that have been waiting upon a code word for those corrupted against this country in order to strike. So this is the word. He also goes into exposing the brotherhood, the Lord, in this, in this same word. Let me see where it says. Um... And the Spirit of the Lord says, this day I'm shining my holy light on the dark web and the hackers who have ties. No, 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 that's not it. Hold on. To certain parties who have ties to the Muslim Brotherhood shall be exposed, says the Lord. For I, the Lord, yeah, to, okay, parties that have ties to the Muslim Brotherhood shall be exposed, says the Lord. For I, the Lord thy God, am exposing the brothers in the Brotherhood, in the Muslim Brotherhood. For I, the Lord, sit on the throne, not a false god, falsely glorified and put on a counterfeit throne. Okay, so 
this is said, and the first part is the most important about the terror cells. Okay, so this is the most important. Now, this was the article, and I'm going to share screen on this. So let me share screen just to show you. Here we go, ready? Okay, here it is. New York City uh, City woman charged with financing terrorist groups in Syria through cryptocurrency. So they so this is the headline. New York City woman charged with financing terrorist groups in Syria through cryptocurrency. You're going to see more of this come out of New York um, because of the spiritual battle that's going on in New York also, especially because that disgusting statue that sort of resembles Ishtar was put across from the courthouse. Uh, so this just happened actually. So this is the kind of cells the Lord is talking about where that you've got the financiers here. Let me stop screen here. Funding cells in this country, people who are part of cells in this country who are then sending it out and funding it. So then they can come back and attack us. So that happened. Yep. That just recently happened. She was charged. So she, I mean, praise God, she was caught. They were caught. So that's the most important part of that whole thing. Praise the Lord, they were caught. But when I, my point is, this is all from 2020, these words. So these are not recent. Let me see what else here. This is interesting too. December 3rd, 2020. And says the spirit of the Lord, I am speaking to that pagan mountain in America and causing an avalanche that's capitalized. This is 2020. You shall see evidence of this in the natural. An avalanche shall be triggered at the White House of all those loose, unstable, disloyal separatists who are not only concerned about catering to the Haymans, catering to those putting forth an illusion of false authority that is not theirs to declare. And I, the Lord, shall cause an event that triggers an avalanche of those doing such, and it will sweep them right out of the White House. An avalanche of staff shall depart amidst the emergence of disloyal actions and paper trails traced back to even those who should have been spiritually advising, but instead be, uh, instead began to sell their soul to keep their position, says the Lord of hosts this day. That's December 3rd, 2020 when that word was given. And now you've got all of this happening. I mean, they are just, this is one of the biggest treasure hunts I've ever seen, what they're doing. They are looking everywhere for paper and documents and and they are they they want to search you know a bunch of these homes they want to go in they want to i i think they're digging for more than that i think this is partially a cover and i think they're using it legally to get in because they're looking for something else but we'll see we'll see as this unfolds but i just thought i would read that being that was december 3rd 2020 when that word was given let's see what else we can go over here Oh my goodness gracious, there's so much. I think that's it. Oh, there was a word given February 25th, 2021. At the end of the word, it said commissioner of the NFL, dot, dot, dot. Just keep an eye on that right now with what's been emerging in the NFL. Um, 
it runs way deeper than that. And I just, I just thought to, I put that in here cause I happened to see it when I was, uh, when I was going through this and, and looking in the database, because, you know, I have to go back and look, I cannot remember every word, you know, that was prophesied. So I have to go back and look, I wish I could remember every single word and, but uh, praise God, we have the database and I can go back and I can look and I can see for myself as well. Okay. Let's see. We'll see what else we can go over. Oh, okay. We can go over this one too. This is December. I got part of the word on the 14th and the rest of the word on the 15th, 2022. So this one is pretty recent. And says the spirit of the Lord this day, incredible faith shall yield amazing blessings, both spiritual and natural in your lives in this hour. Faith and obedience for obedience is better than sacrifice. This is an hour, says the Lord, where I am opening the windows of heaven to pour out onto my capital children what they need to be equipped with, both spiritual and natural, for the task ahead. For you are coming into a big year, my children, that's capitalized, the my, a crucial year, a year of change and growth and learning to bear the weight of the task and assignments. I, the Lord thy God, have given unto you from my capital throne. You shall see the incredible creative miracles that's capitalized in this hour. You shall see both in the nation and in your lives. Those who have sown embellishments and greed and what comes from the flesh shall reap stubble in this hour. Dry stubble. There shall be no fruit that is bared forth from the actions of those who have commingled the darkness with the light who have commingled wheat and tares, who have commingled resources and funds, and who have commingled the things of the flesh with the holy things of God. I, the Lord thy God, am dropping a plumb line in this hour, and it shall be divided. Yes, capital, it shall be divided, says the Lord. The rod of correction has gone forth from my capital throne, says the Lord, as well as promotion, correction and promotion in this hour. This you shall see, says the Lord. I chastise those I love, says the Lord. However, I also bring justification and rectification to what has been done to my capital children to harm, sabotage, hurt the path I have put them on. You shall see an abrupt stop be put to such, says the Lord in this hour. And says the spirit of the Lord this day, those appointed within the White House shall fall as dominoes, says the Lord, included one deep within that is attached to the brotherhood. The rainbow shall be their downfall, says the Lord. Their open portals shall release sores upon them. Broken out in sores, says the Lord. Just watch for the dark winter shall befall them even into spring. Remember, this is back in December, says the Lord. A fall off the stage is coming, says the Lord. His mind wearies and he wearies of being puppeted, says the Lord. And this he shall speak openly and publicly where it shall be known and rampant what was said as the first lady has taken comfort in another. And this shall be exposed as the charade of a marriage draws to a close. And says the spirit of the Lord this day, a briefcase shall be discovered. A dangerous briefcase shall be brought to the light. More than one shall be found, says the Lord. Justice, what should be justice is weaponizing. The media weaponized to attack political opponents and put false documents and false stories and fables 
That's interesting. Keep that in mind. Weaponizing. They are attempting to take it to another level. However, this is where, this is when another media entity shall fracture over such. For the head of another media company shall step down amidst scandal and dirty dealings. China is on the board. China is on the board. That was the excerpt. That was from December, this past December. Uh, part of this, we're seeing. The other part, we have yet to see. So we'll keep a watch for this. But it's interesting. Sometimes the Lord speaks in parables or riddles or in a way where we really have to pray into it and watch and say, oh, that's what he meant. That's why I'm very careful to say, this is what the Lord means by this. Cause what I think he means, I'm just meant to write it down. He could mean something totally different. So I'm very careful about saying, well, this is exactly what the Lord meant. Now, briefcases we'll see because briefcases are literally what they are. They hold a stack of papers. So this was back in December. Um, so we, we will, we will see about that. We will see about that. Um, let's see what else. Oh yeah. Another media company fracturing and another head stepping down. China is on the board. We'll hear about that. We'll hear about China being on the board for whatever media company this is. That'll come forth for all we know. It could be ABC with everything going on. Uh, we'll see. And I don't know why I just said that, but we'll see. Praise the Lord. So, so those were some of the excerpts I wanted to cover. Also, when the Lord talks about creative miracles, a creative miracle is something so, I'm going to put it in my own words here, out of left field, meaning like it's something you couldn't learn in a day. Only God could download it to you. It's something you couldn't obtain in a day, but God gives it. I'll give you an example for a creative miracle in my own life. So when Chris was in the hospital, and he couldn't speak a word, not even the word no. And he was sent to uh, rehabilitation in Rockland County, New York. Uh, he couldn't speak at all. He could only make sounds. That was it. Uh, and so he was getting so frustrated because nobody could understand him. And so he was drawing what looked to be a pair of pants in a box. It literally looked like a box. It looked like a pair of pants in a box. And he's getting really frustrated because he's trying to communicate something. And I very simply said, and sometimes it's the most simple heartfelt prayers that moves the heart of God. And I said, Lord, I need to be able to understand him, to help him. Please help me. And the Holy Spirit almost chuckling a bit, says to me, he wants to know where his wallet is. And I looked at Chris. I said, are you asking me where your wallet is? He threw the pen down, put his hands up in the air like hallelujah. Somebody finally understood him. From that moment forward, I could understand Chris, even though he could not speak a word. I understood the sounds. I understood what they meant. So much so that the rehabilitation team had a hard time believing the accident had or the rupture had just happened 
being that I could understand him too well, meaning that it would take a, a huge block of time to be able to understand him. And the Lord did a creative miracle and downloaded to me the ability to understand Chris, to help him in the middle of this battle. That is a creative miracle. They kept asking me, are you sure this just happened? How can you understand him? They just could not wrap their medical minds around what God did. That is a creative miracle. When you're in the middle of a battle and you desperately need to be equipped with something to move forward in the battle, the Lord grants it to you in a moment and gives you the ability to do that. I, you know, I have heard uh, many testimonies about this of all kinds of different things that the Lord did creative miracles in people's lives, but that's an example of one. And for those of you out there who need that, sometimes it is the most simple heartfelt prayers that move the heart of the father to act. It is not bravado. It is not pomp and circumstance. It is not fancy words. It is what moves the heart of the father. It is that simple childlike, faith-filled prayer that moves his heart. And we have to remember that. Uh, we have to remember that. And I did that in that moment. You know why? Because I didn't know what else to do. It was a simple childlike, Father, please help me, type of prayer. And it moved the heart of God to instantly help me and help Chris. So... That's what creative miracles means, just so you know. Um, also, we will put this up on the blog, the word from the Lord. We'll make sure it goes up on the blog. We have a wonderful team that does that. But I'm just going to speak a few more minutes. Prophecy is meant for the people to be instructed by God, to move them closer to a deeper relationship with God, to hear God for themselves. So it's really a bridge that brings the people closer to the Lord, or at least that's the goal. That's how it should function. I can tell you the Lord is going to clean up the prophetic. The Lord is going to clean up the prophetic. He is. Because there are times things need to be cleaned up, and that is going to get cleaned up. There are times evangelism, evangelism, teaching has to get cleaned up. The Lord is going to clean up things in the prophetic. We are at a precipice in our nation. We are at a crucial time. The people who are gifted with such need to be on solid standing with God and need to be willing to speak what he gives them, no matter if it's different than what the people want to hear. Micaiah, I, I believe this is in Second Kings, this account, if I'm not, I think it was in Second Kings. Hold on. I want to make sure I'm giving you the right book. Um. Okay, hold on. Oh, first Kings. Okay. Right book. Uh, 
<laughs> right book, wrong chapter. Okay, it's First Kings 22 is the account of Micaiah, okay? And Ahab, now let's talk about Ahab and Jehoshaphat for a second. Jehoshaphat should have never been hanging out with Ahab. Jehoshaphat was a godly king. He was a godly man. He, for whatever reason, made alliances with Ahab. You don't make alliances with pagans and you don't make an alliance with the devil. So Jehoshaphat is there and they're talking about going into battle and Ahab wants Jehoshaphat and his army to come into battle with him. And so Jehoshaphat says, we should inquire of God. Well, Ahab brings forth all his prophets who are compromised, who are sold out, who are pagans, who really have no clue about the things of God or how the Lord speaks. And Ahab brings them forth. And they go, oh, go into battle. You'll be victorious. Jehoshaphat, being a godly man, recognizes these are pagan prophets trying to prophesy the heart of God. Okay. And he goes, is there not a prophet of the Lord around here we can inquire of? Which which was kind of comical on Jehoshaphat's part because he was calling all of Ahab's prophets false. That's what he was doing. He wanted a, he wanted a prophet of the Lord. He did not want someone that dabbled in the pagan that sat at Jezebel at Ahab's table. You know what I mean? That did those things. So they bring in Micaiah and Ahab can't stand Micaiah. He goes, he never prophesies anything good about me. Narcissist, first of all, he never prophesies anything good. That is a loaded sentence that we are going to do a teaching on because if somebody is always looking for someone to prophesy something good. That is not the goal of prophecy. That is not the goal of the prophetic. That is not having the fear of God. God is absolutely good, but not everything God says is going to be happy or optimistic or roses or rainbows. Sometimes it's a warning. If you do this, you're sunk. So Ahab doesn't like Micaiah because Micaiah hasn't sold out. He hasn't sold out. So he comes in and Ahab asks him and he mocks Ahab. He goes, oh, go for surely the Lord will give you the victory because he knows that's what Ahab wants to hear. And Ahab gets annoyed and said, didn't I tell you when you come, you have to be truthful. And I'm, I'm paraphrasing this, but he's got to tell him. So Micaiah said, I saw Israel scattered like sheep without a shepherd. What Micaiah was saying was that Ahab was going to die. Okay. This was bold. This is guts right here. So he says, and then Micaiah goes into the vision he had where he saw the Lord and the hosts of heaven trying to figure out how they're going to kill Ahab. 
God held open court and he was asking, how shall we do this? And one of them stepped forward and said, I will be a lying spirit in the mouth of his prophets. So it wasn't the Lord's prophets. These were Ahab's prophets. These were pagan prophets. These were. <clears throat> and so Ahab gets mad. He ultimately puts Micaiah in prison. We, we never find out what happens if Micaiah got out, but I'm assuming he got out because what happens is Ahab goes into battle the next day and he's killed. And he's killed. Um, and so that whole account is what people in the prophetic are meant to do. Had Ahab only listened to Micaiah at that moment and listened to what he was saying from the Lord and repented, his life might have been spared. But because he didn't heed the warning, he could care less. He wanted to listen to the 400 prophets telling him everything he wants to hear. He died. He died because there was no warning. There was no edification. There was no correction in those words. And so that is a perfect, uh, you know, if we were to take a cross section of how prophecy should operate right there, Ahab had a choice to heed what Micaiah was saying. He knew Micaiah was accurate. He didn't like him because he wouldn't sell out and just say, oh, everything's going to be fine. You're going to be victorious. How could he be victorious? He was an enemy of God. He was an enemy of God. He ultimately was not going to come out victorious. And so people in the prophetic have to make those hard decisions to speak things sometimes people don't want to hear because it's the word of the Lord and that's what matters. I have to say things at times I know people aren't going to like. But I say them anyway. But I, I say it anyway, because I have to. Because what's the most important is saying what the Lord wants me to say. Sometimes not what's the most popular thing to say. So I wanted to go over that quick. So it's to give you a, and we could do a whole teaching on this if you want. We could do a whole teaching on Jehoshaphat, Micaiah, and Ahab um, and what went on because it is fascinating. But I'm saying the prophetic is wonderful, but it, we, it has to operate the way it was meant to operate. And sometimes you got to say things that are not popular or, or what a leader doesn't want to hear. Like you either come under the yoke of conviction and surrender or you're not going to lead. That's not the most popular, let's say, thing to say right now because everyone wants to hear something else. But you know what? God's not playing. And leadership to properly lead has to come under the yoke of surrender and submission to almighty God in the way he wants to do it. And if they don't want to, then God does not have to raise them up to lead. God does not have to bring them back to lead. God doesn't have to do that. 
See, we forget that. Israel wanted a king, and in them wanting a king, they rejected God, and they got Saul. So we have to understand that. And, you know, we have to be careful. We have to be careful, too, that we don't play judge and jury in something, meaning I'm going to speak the word of the Lord, but I'm not going to get into finger pointing and craziness and squabbles because I've got too much to do for the Lord. God is certainly big enough to handle that on his own. Uh, he doesn't need me to do that. So I am very careful with that because that's not my department. That's God's department. My department is to do exactly what God is telling me to do. And then I'm in right standing with God. So you have to be careful about not veering too much into that because you'll find yourself in the crosshairs of the enemy's squabbles that he's trying to create. God knows who's who and who's what. More so than me. Praise God, the Lord's given me the gift to discern, but yes, God knows, and he knows exactly how to handle it. And he just needs me to do what I've been called to do. So I just wanted to say that also. And there are times in your life where God is going to expect you because of your commission to walk away from certain things. He's going to open the door and expect you to walk away because of things he sees. And you know what? You have to be obedient and you have to go where the Lord is telling you to go. You are under his authority and his leadership and his covering. You go where he tells you to go. You say what he tells you to say, you submit and you'll be okay. Praise God. Praise God. So this is where I think we'll end, but I just thought I'd give a little bit of insight on this because I mean, I have to wait on the Lord for words because I have to make sure it's the Lord and not me. I know when the presence of the Lord enters the room because the Lord has trained me to recognize it. Right. But I got to wait on him. And sometimes it's weeks. So the Lord has me teach because prophecy, sound doctrine, and good teaching all go together. There are three cord bound. Thank you, Lord. The Lord just said that. There, there are three cord bound that is not easily broken. So when you have prophecy with sound doctrine, with good teaching, that is a three cord bound that is not easily broken. And one complements the other. And we are supposed to, in the midst of it, give the gospel. So in the midst of it, we're supposed to give the gospel as well. But that's a three-chord bound that's not easily broken. Three chords bound. Prophecy, sound doctrine, good teaching. So just remember that. Praise the Lord. Praise the Lord. Praise the Lord. Yes, because I, you know, it's better for me just to do what the Lord has for me to do. The Lord can, can, and take care of whoever's doing what that they shouldn't be doing. You know what I mean? I need to stay in my lane and I need to do what the Lord, and I need to say what he wants me to say. Sometimes I have to say hard things. You know, you got part of the church right now that's completely trying to tie up their sheep and render them powerless. It's disgusting. The Lord says, behold, I've been given unto you power. And part of the church is trying to strip the people of the power God gave them, which is very dangerous, by the way. 
and out of line and out of order. And the Lord will correct that as well. So praise the Lord, praise the Lord. I pray you got a lot out of this because I think it's good to teach also. Uh, we're going to be doing Grace Out Loud on Monday night with Marty Grisham. And we're going to be teaching there too because it all goes together. It all goes together. So praise the Lord, praise the Lord. I'm going to be on Elijah Streams at 2 p.m. So 45 minutes, you want to head over to Elijah Streams, I will be on there next. So God bless everyone. Keep the faith. We love you. Armor up according to Ephesians 6. Ask the Lord to equip you and go forth running your race in excellence for the Lord. We love you. And we praise almighty God that even allows us to do what we do. And we appreciate all of you. And we love meeting all of you. Uh, and we're looking forward to meeting some of you at the next Reawaken America. And I'm looking forward to meeting everybody at the end of February because I'm heading to Warrior, Alabama. So my goodness, is my accent going to stick out there? Can you imagine when I step foot off the plane into Warrior, Alabama? Like people are going to think they have just seen an endangered species of animal. So th this might be very comical, this trip to Warrior, Alabama. Uh, pray for us. <laughs> it's going to be, it's going to be great. So praise the Lord. <laughs> praise the Lord. God bless everyone. We love you. Um, we're going to put this on at the end as we always do. Keep the faith. We'll see you Monday night, 7 p.m. Grace Out Loud with Marty Grisham. Have a wonderful, wonderful day, everyone. Stay tuned. Hold on. Hold on for what's coming on right now. Hello, everyone. This is Amanda Grace, and I wanted to tell you, if you are interested in where you should invest financial matters, if precious metals, if gold and silver is something that you should invest in or should be a part of your portfolio, please go to bh-pm.com. That is bh-pm.com. Beverly Hills Precious Metals, Andrew Sorcini, who has been on Art of Grace before. He loves to answer our viewers' questions, is more than happy to guide you and to answer your questions and to help you in those financial matters. So please go to bh-pm.com today. Thank you, everyone. God bless. You want to support an amazing patriot that's doing so much for our country and be a blessing you can go to mypillow.com and use promo code ARK ARK to save up to 66% or sometimes more off of all my pillow products they are so much more than just pillows they have amazing bathrobes they have sheets they have slippers they of course have pillows and they even have dog beds and i will tell you a fun fact noble our pig at the animal sanctuary that many of you know and love has indeed slept on a my pillow dog bed so if you'd like to be a blessing go to mypillow.com and use promo code arc god bless everyone if you are looking for an excellent doctor if you are looking to get healthier if you are looking for guidance go to sherwood.tv forward slash Amanda Grace. Dr. Mark Sherwood and his lovely wife, Dr. Michelle, have the Functional Medical Institute in Tulsa, Oklahoma. Both myself and my husband, Chris, and let me tell you, God bless Dr. Sherwood because Chris was a top nut to crack on this. But Chris is finally on board and we are both patients of his. I have to tell you, they have helped us tremendously. They also have an amazing line of products that are excellent for your health and can help you get your health back on track. So if you would like to make an appointment with them or you want to go see uh, 
what they are all about, what products they have, you can go to Sherlock.tv forward slash Amanda Grace. If you would like to grow your own food with what we see going on right now in the world with not only food supplies, but what they are doing to our food, you can go to amandagracegrows.com. These are amazing hydroponic growers. In fact, we have one in our parrot room, and this is an indoor one we have where you can grow food all year round, actually. Vegetables all year round. And we are doing that, actually, for our birds and our animals at our sanctuary. They also have outdoor ones. They actually yield 30% more and grow the vegetables three times faster. So if you would like to learn more, go to amandagracegrows.com. God bless. And I have to tell you something, they work. It is an alternative to big pharma based on quantum physics, over 40 scripture verses written into these patches for everything from blood sugar, anxiety, pain, neuropathy, immune system boost, dog pain. They are very sincere about um, having alternatives to big pharma. We are a big advocate of natural solutions to help with pain and and, and blood sugar and a host of other issues. I tried the pain patches and I gave them to my uh, VP of operations also, Ronnie. And she said they worked as well. She was yeah. quite shocked, actually, but she said they worked. So, and they worked when I used them. When you connect it to your body, the skin patch changes your brainwaves. Sugar, this one is neuropathy. I actually have it on. And we use this on Toby, actually, because Toby's about eight years old. And from being paralyzed years ago and the Lord miraculously healing him, he has a little leftover with his joints and his hips. So we actually give him the doggy pain patches. What was he doing? He was running? Oh, yeah. <laughs> I mean, I walked him out and wow, he's boom. And he got power. I said, no way. And I don't know. I said, Amanda, what? What did you do to him? To <laughs> so it's good. Hello, everyone. It's Amanda Grace. I'm coming to you today to talk to you about Reawaken America. I have been humbled and honored to be a part of Reawaken America since April 2021, when the first one was had at Rima Bible College in Tulsa, Oklahoma. And I have to say, I have watched so many amazing moments happen for the glory of God at Reawaken America and seeds get planted in the lives of those that are still seeking the Lord. We have seen many people uh, get set free, healed, delivered. Uh, We love to pray over people at Reawaken America. Um, I have prayed with so many uh, amazing people, which include Marty Grisham from Loudmouth Prayer, Pastor Todd Coconado, uh, who also deals in deliverance as well. And it has been uh, an honor and a privilege to pray for so many people, to be able to minister to them, for my husband Chris to be able to minister as well, and uh, for, for Clay and General Flynn to allow me to to even speak there, to even speak and and speak what the Lord has to say. People need the word of the Lord in this hour. That is what they need. Uh, And so 
Reawaken America has been a chance for people to come and not only hear the word of the Lord um, and hear biblical teaching and be prayed for, but also to get necessary information they need because the word of God says it is the knowledge of the truth that will set you free. Um, and so it's been an incredible experience for us. We hope to see you at upcoming events uh, that are coming up this year. Uh, and we are excited to see you there. God bless everyone. This is